Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. Cybersecurity rears its ugly head again. There's a bad new virus out there. Get through college in three years, save tens of thousands of dollars. There's a plan for that. And hey, what's up, Europe? From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Carbonite, providing automatic and encrypted online backup solutions for home and small business computers. Learn more at Carbonite.com. And by National Jewish Health in Denver, Colorado, recognized by U.S. News and World Report for their research and treatment of respiratory and related illnesses. We never say never. More at NJHealth.org. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It's Tuesday, today, the 29th of May. Glad, as always, to have you with us. So you know how the IT people at work are always giving you a hard time about network security, about passwords, and not using files you're not sure of, all that stuff? Yeah, you ought to listen to them. We learned today of a brand new virus that could conceivably do very bad things. It's called Flame. It's been found so far mostly in the Middle East, and it's bringing back memories of a virus from a couple of years ago called Stuxnet that got cyber warfare experts very, very nervous. Liam Omerko is an analyst at Symantec. He does viruses like these things for a living. Liam, welcome to the program. Yeah, good to be here. Thank you very much. What is this thing, Flame? Flame is a, an information-stealing uh, threat that we have uh, recently discovered. And it's interesting because it has been found in Middle Eastern countries um, exclusively. We haven't seen it anywhere except in the Middle East. And it's capable of stealing all sorts of information, keystrokes. It's able to take screenshots of your computer. It's able to listen in on your microphone. Um, and it's able to discover Bluetooth devices that are nearby. Uh, you mentioned that it's an intelligence gathering tool. Could it do physical damage? I mean, could it get into uh, an electrical grid? Could it get into some kind of corporate network? Well, the way Flame is written is that it's very modular. So the attackers can add in new modules at any time, and they can update it very easily. So the attackers could choose to do that in the future. But from what we see right now, it's exclusively being used for information stealing and to spread to other computers. So it's able to infect other computers on your network, and it's able to spread to them, and it's able to collect information from all of those computers. Is it like Stuxnet in that it's designed to do physical damage? damage to equipment, famously the centrifuges over in Iran? No. So Flame is not able to uh, change how physical machinery works uh, in the way that Stuxnet did. Um, it is strictly for stealing information. And it, the, the reason that it's similar to Stuxnet is that it appears to be a politically motivated threat, a covert threat that is operating in Middle Eastern countries, uh, which is very similar to where Stuxnet uh, operated. But the threats themselves are different. They have uh, different capabilities and they're written by different people. Uh, there's probably a short list of uh, countries that would get behind this. Care to hazard any guesses? Uh, well, we don't know, actually, but it's interesting to see that uh, we found this threat, or at least this threat has been reported in Iran, uh, Lebanon, mm. and Palestinian West Bank. So that does narrow down uh, who is likely to be behind it. Do I have to worry about this thing on my laptop at home? 
and probably not so much, uh, particularly now, because seeing as how this is a very targeted attack, um, unless you are you know, living in the Middle East and are, are engaged in something that the attackers are interested in, you probably don't need to worry about this threat. Is the building and deploying of one of these things a billion-dollar proposition, million-dollar proposition? I mean, how expensive is it? Um, it's expensive, but not, you're not talking billions of dollars, no. Oh. Um, millions, maybe, uh, would be more accurate. Um, in this particular threat, it looks like um, it was written by people who normally write legitimate software. So this threat, for example, it carries a database inside it, and it uh, interacts with the database for storing information and for uh, accumulating information, whereas normally with malware, we see them just using plain files, plain text files, mm-hmm. things like that. Hmm. Uh, last question for you, Mr. Amarco. Who gets to decide that this thing is called flame? Uh, well, normally the researchers.